1: Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And as we see every day, every week, the need for people to fulfill the obligations of their most important political office, if you want to preserve the republic, if you want to preserve freedom, is there for you to see every day in the news, in your schools, everywhere. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, again broadcasting from his secret, undisclosed bunker, somewhere in Southern California, Don Dix.
2: <laughs> you, you, you love to point that out. I love it. I love it. Greg, how are you doing? It's great to be with you, as always, every Saturday here on the United IE Radio Show. As you talk about the most important political office, I'm wondering, would you say, Greg, if it's important... For a city council to, or any governmental body to reaffirm the Constitution, would you say that's an important thing to do? Um,
1: Not only reaffirming it, how about following it?
2: Well, reaffirming it, following it. And would you say that if a city council uh, decided that they should author a resolution to allow the other city councilmen, uh, all the city council people to uh, uh, vote in favor or in support of the Constitution, would you kind of think that's a no-brainer? All you would think. Well, Tuesday evening, the City Council of Temecula attempted to do just that. The mayor, Mayor Nagin, authored a resolution that was in support of the Constitution and the fact that they had all taken and sworn an oath to protect and uphold the Constitution. He thought it was pretty much a no-brainer. Turns out the citizens of Temecula thought, I hope they thought it was a no-brainer because um, a loud and boisterous crowd of Democrat socialists showed up to voice their opposition to said resolution to the point to where the rest of the city council was kowtowed and decided to table a resolution based on the vociferous objections to a crowd of babbling hyenas that were triggered by a resolution that says that the Constitution is the founding document and the supreme law of the land. I would have never thought in a million years, Greg, that we would have challenged to support and pass such a resolution in a small legislative body like a city council.
1: Well, I'm not surprised at all, because the left is opposed to the Constitution. They are opposed to our way of life, and that they teach that in the colleges. They teach that in the government-run K-12 schools. So I'm not, I'm not surprised that they would turn out for this event. It is surprising and disappointing that the city council were, as you said, were kowtowed to it.
2: Exactly right, which is kind of why I'm glad we have with us a guest who has been fighting the fight, On a number of different levels, and he is somebody that is going to be a guest of yours at your upcoming Redlands Tea Party meeting on May the second. Tell us a little bit about our mystery guest, Greg.
1: I first came to know Jim Simpson, and when he came out for another group in our area called the Redlands Town Hall, and he spoke, and he had written a book entitled "The Red Green Axis: Refugees, Immigration, and the Agenda to Erase America." And that book is still available on, on, on Amazon and also through the Center for Security Policy.org. And the, the title, I think, is somewhat self-explanatory, and we'll, we'll delve into that. And he's also going to be coming out for the American Freedom Alliance conference on may 5th in los angeles and that's a great one i'm i'm i'm, I'm going entitled i got my the long, entitled the long march through the institutions the Left's revolution by other means so we persuaded him to come out a little bit early uh and speak at our meeting the the thursday before so we're just we're, we're really pleased to have him at our meeting and we're also very pleased to have him um, on our radio show he also has an, an article and i'm going to bring that up here in just a second here, click, click, click on the computer. And that's also posted on the Center for Security Policy.org website entitled Truth and the Ability to Speak It Under Direct Attack. And we see that going on every day. Jim, welcome to the show and thanks for everything you're doing for the cause.
3: Hey, Greg, great to be with you again. Great to be with you, Don.
2: Good to hear your voice and thank you for everything that you do uh, to uh, support the effort. Uh, For those of our audience members that aren't familiar with your work, give us a little thumbnail sketch of who James Simpson is. You go by Jim and how it is that you come to be a speaker at conferences like that of the American Freedom Alliance and the Redlands Tea Party Patriots. What's your deal, man?
3: Well, you know, like a lot of us, uh, I I, I came to this by a very circuitous route, never intending to. But uh, as things came up in our nation that raised in my mind increasingly serious concerns to the point of alarm, I felt uh, compelled to... uh, react and, and take action um, I, I do have a little bit of background I mean I spent first six years of my professional career in the office of management and budget which is the White House budget office and uh, I'm an economist so I understood and understand the economy I understand how government works and I've seen actually how the sausage is made from the inside and it's like they say about hot dogs, you never want to really see that. But I've seen it, and it's not pretty. Um, <clears throat> but when, um, uh, you know, I had a business, i was completely unrelated to anything that I'm doing now. And when nine eleven occurred, I really felt like I, I, I had to start saying some things be, uh, because mm. over the years I've always kept up with... Uh, what's going on in the world. I had a very strong interest in military and intelligence issues and became sort of a uh, you know an expert on that, just as an avocation. So when I began writing, I actually got a fairly substantial following pretty quickly, and, uh, and then uh, it built into actually uh, a career starting around 2008 or 2009. I've uh, just been going uh, stronger and stronger since then. Uh, well, it's thankless if you're doing if you're considering doing it to uh, become wealthy and famous. Think
2: again. <laughs> well, I think the lesson there is that the founders of this country actually started wealthy and somewhat famous for some of them, right. and many ended up broke, a few dead. And so we see in the very founding of this country, among those that were the framers of our Constitution, that the business of carving out the kinds of liberties and freedoms that we've enjoyed in this country – Carving them away from those that would be tyrants, that would be monarchs over men and women is a dicey business. People do not want to give up power. And yep. we're seeing that uh, in in spades, given yep. the what what Donald Trump has exposed in this in, in a government that is supposed to be of the people, by the people and for the people. We're now learning that we are we're, we're very close borderline what i would say is fascism and ty- and tyrants when you have the uh divisions of government that are supposed to protect us that are supposed to uh watch out for our good actually weaponized by an administration and i feel a little like you know those people are acting like you know who's the character of mad magazine who would say what me yeah right mm-hmm.
1: yeah let's yeah, take Let's take a break here and hear from our sponsor. Then I want to dive into the left's assault on freedom of speech because that's ongoing, and I see that in my own online advocacy and posting. After this word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. Back after this, assuming we're allowed to come back after this.
4: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM 590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise, with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM590 The Answer.
5: Licensed by the California Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 114 nmls 9873 and California Finance Lenders license number 603-K610.
4: AM 590,
0: the answer. This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE
2: Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590 The Answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the show for the most important political office, that of private citizen and our rights that are codified in the Constitution that the Temecula City Council Mayor, Mayor Nagan, tried to stand up for and codify in a resolution apparently aren't. to to be taking for granted anymore. And we should never take them for granted because as we can see what happened in Temecula and we are seeing all over the country where on college campuses and in media, the right to free speech is often trampled. And Greg, you uh, left us with the idea that the freedom of speech that we do somewhat take for granted, shouldn't be taken for granted, and we need to learn how to speak up for that and defend it now.
1: Yeah, Benjamin Franklin said that whoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. And coming up to more recent times, uh, the the English patriot and and, uh, freedom fighter Tommy Robinson said that uh, the alliance of big business and government to restrict freedom of speech to control populations is the very essence of fascism. Now, in America, unlike in Europe, where you get arrested for saying the wrong thing, is we do we still have First Amendment protection? So the government can't come arrest you for saying something that the left says is Islamophobic, racist, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Their usual epithets. But that doesn't mean that the left and the Democrat Party haven't found ways to suppress freedom of speech. And that was the subject of Jim's actually fairly long article on the Center for Security Policy dot org website. Jim, tell us how, notwithstanding the First Amendment, the left and the Democrat Party are suppressing freedom of speech in America.
3: Well, it, they, you know, it, it, it's not quite to the um, crisis as it is in Europe. I mean, I was just reading something yesterday at Gatestone about a woman who has written a book and she's having her foster child who's eight years old, who they've raised since she was a baby, uh, taken away uh, because she posted a video of the rape and murder of those two young uh Scandinavian women in Morocco if you remember that that awful thing that the uh, that the killers posted online and uh so she, she all she did was repost that video and the uh Danish authorities are claiming they're going to take her child away from her. I mean these kinds of things are, they're Stalinist. Uh, I mean, they don't have the kind of speech rights that we do, perhaps, but they uh, historically have respected, uh, you know, speech and family and pretty much the same uh, things that we do in this
1: country. It used to be called the free world. Pardon me? Used to be called the free world. And America is the leader world. of the free world, but that included Western Europe and Canada and Japan exactly. and Australia and New Zealand. Exactly. Exactly.
3: And increasingly, we are being pushed further and further into a corner and marginalized. And, you know, one thing, you talk about the the, the authorities in Great Britain and Denmark and Austria, where, of course, we have the case of Elizabeth Savage-Wolf being prosecuted for merely pointing out the fact that Mohammed had a thing for young girls, which, of course, he did, uh, marrying Aisha when she was six and consummating it when she was nine. Uh, But we give the leaders of these nations too much credit, we call them. You know, we say, well, they're, they're bowing to political correctness or they're trying not to offend anybody. They're afraid to offend Muslims. This, this is not true. What we're facing to a large extent in these nations is a subversive element within those governments that have now taken over and they are imposing their Stalinist radical um, fascist will on the people that they are supposed to be loyally leading they are not loyal leaders they are not politically incorrect or well-intentioned. These are people who are enemies of the state who have insinuated themselves into positions of power, and now the people of those nations who were unaware of this uh, subtle, um, subversive campaign that has been going on for decades are now facing uh, these evil leaders who have every intention of imposing some kind of, as you say, fascist state on these people. And it's happening in this country too. We have to stop thinking of, you know, Democrats as the loyal opposition and the left as well-meaning, well-intentioned, but just ignorant or stupid. No, this is a, a, a domestic fifth column enemy, of this country that has been working very very subtly for years but as their power has increased as their influence has increased as their resources have increased and has as their organization has become more widespread and powerful and better formed they are now flexing their muscle and really pulling out all the stops to shut us down. And the most effective way to do that is to silence our speech. Now, this this article that you um, <clears throat> mentioned is titled Truth and the Ability to Speak It Under Direct Attack. And I, I use that title deliberately because it's not about free speech. Um, at least The the left says anything and everything they want any day of the week, no matter how ugly, bigoted, racist, dishonest, defamatory, or anything else. They say it and they get away with it, and the media covers for them, or even the media is the source. But when we tell the truth, when we blow the whistle on them, when we reveal what is going on or when we even try to do that, that's when they attack. And the deliberate reason is that they do not want the people to see what the truth is.
2: There's a lot of things that are enabling us to actually see this happen in real time. One, of course, is that Donald Trump has scraped away the protective coating that used to be the media, used to be uh, the bureaucracies could cover this up. They can no longer. But then we have a new generation of citizen journalists that are going onto college campuses, like Fleckus, if you will. And I only bring him up because, and I don't know if you've seen his videos, but he's worth following because he goes to the college campuses where people like Ben Shapiro and Michael Knowles are speaking, and he will interview the people who are outside protesting this. And when you look at the way that these people behave, they're violent, they're aggressive, they feel like they can use these tactics because for whatever twist of... The uh, nomenclature of fascism it ha- has happened in their minds. They view us, those that want to practice freedom of speech, those that believe in the Constitution, as they they've have been and uh, programmed or brainwashed to believe that uh, the people that wear the red caps that want to make America great that stand on capitalism and the ability of people to practice free enterprise unfettered business um, without the socialist overtones that the last administration foisted on. Uh, business. I mean, that's one of the reasons why our economy is exploding is because regulations have been peeled back, let alone tax rates. So, you know, it, it, it is being exposed. And I think it's getting aggressive, Jim. And I'd like you to weigh in on this because they are being exposed. And now they don't have that protective cover. They are having to do things that they would probably not normally do. And from Antifa to these college campus radicals that are aggressive, that will use violence, as we've seen in so many cases, they are the true fascists. They're the true tyrants, but they don't see it.
3: Well, you know, I I, I, I don't. (laughs) I think they do see it. Uh, You know, the the whole narrative that the left foists on us is false. Everything about it is exactly the opposite of the truth, and I think well, maybe you know. You, well, it's it, it's comes in it's sort of comes in a stratification. You have what I call the true believers, who are the street thugs. They are uh, the fanatics that you have on talk shows that scream at people, and and uh, y- y- you have this front of true believers. A lot of them are intellectuals on college campuses and uh, pundits of the left, uh, which give the left the patina of legitimacy. But the fact is that the left at its heart, at its core, presents exactly the opposite of the truth it's a deliberate military tactic. We have to step back and look at all this from 30,000 feet and realize all of this stuff that's going on is, a, is an asymmetric military tactic of conquest or a military strategy of conquest. And they are using the levers that our free society provides to weaponize uh, they're weaponizing them against us, and that 's what 's happening and uh because uh, they we don't we, we we forget what the truth is we don't know what the truth is we don't know where to go we don't know what to, it creates confusion it creates uh all kinds of conflict. And that's the whole idea because it's, it's basically a divide and conquer strategy and they're taking all aspects, all elements of society. They're balkanizing us into racial groups into age groups and gender groups into every kind of group you can imagine and turning us against each other. It's a deliberate, uh, Body of strategies to overthrow this country. So, for example, you know, they have the effort to bring transgenders into the military. Uh, this has nothing to do with civil rights. What it has to do with is undermining the good order and uh, direction, uh, morale, good order, and direction of the military deliberately to weaken it against our enemies because they are with our enemies and then the
1: second Jim let me, Jim, let me, let me stop you there we are gonna. We yeah. are out of time for this half hour of Unite IE Radio but hopefully you can uh, stay with us for the next for the, the second half hour always part of it and we can continue this discussion also you talk about your book The Red Green Axis after yeah. news traffic and weather at the bottom of the hour stay tuned
4: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to, they're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same same amount as they would have otherwise, with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock, right here on AM590 The Answer. Licensed by the California
5: Bureau of Real Estate. Broker license number 01147747, nmls 9873 And California Finance Lenders
1: license number 603 well, Welcome back to you, Knight. IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. We are pleased and honored to have James Simpson as our guest today. He's the author of the book, The Red-Green Axis, The uh, Refugee's Immigration and the Agenda to Erase America. And thus far, we've been talking about a great article he has on the Center for Security Policy.org website entitled *Truth* and the ability to speak it under direct attack. Jim will also be at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots meeting at 7 p.m. on Thursday, May 2nd, uh, Mill Creek Cattle Company in Mentone. And he's also going to be one of the featured speakers at a great conference put on by the American Freedom Alliance in Los Angeles on May 5th, entitled The Long March Through the Institutions, The Left's Revolution By Other Means. And those speakers, in, in addition to Jim, include David Horowitz, Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA, and John Sullivan, the writer, director, and producer of Obama's America and Gosnell, and Bill Whittle, and a whole lot more. So that's going to be a great conference that I know that Don and I are planning on going to. Well, we still have the First Amendment in America... We talked about the Antifa street thugs as one of the ways in which the left uh, tries to suppress freedom of speech, but what are some of the other things? How do they use economic warfare? How do they use shaming? How do they use Big Dem tech censorship as part of this coordinated effort to suppress freedom of speech?
3: Oh, my goodness. Well, through every means possible, uh, I mean, a big one, a big part of this is the Southern Poverty Law Center, which, of course, all of these uh, communications tech giants like Facebook, Twitter, Amazon, and the others have partnered with to identify those who the Southern Poverty Law Center calls haters. And that also includes some banks and credit card processors who will cease to use, uh, those, um, cease to allow organizations at the Southern poverty law center as identified, uh, to continue using their processing services, essentially, uh, shutting down their ability to earn money. And, you know, this kind of thing started under the Obama administration, uh, when they basically arm-twisted banks to um, refuse uh, uh, credit card processing to firearms dealers and things like that. But it has really gone viral ever since then, and now it's spread to state government, where, for example, in Michigan, the newly elected Democrat attorney general has announced that they're going to have this hate crimes unit and they will be looking specifically at organizations named by the Southern Poverty Law Center to be hate groups, and surveilling them. They say, "Well, we we, 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 see, we they have the freedom of speech, but we're but we're going to be watching them anyway." And these are groups: the American Freedom Law Center. Uh, there are other groups, people I know in Michigan who are basically patriotic groups. They're not haters. Uh, you know, the Southern poverty law center defines a hater as anybody who they hate. And so, uh, but, but the left jumps right on board with them and treats them as though they are legitimate. And that is damaging, uh, reputations. It is destroying in some cases, reputations, uh, it's, it's damaging and destroying businesses, and it's preventing, it's what they call deplatforming, where they uh, disallow people to even have any kind of platform to speak on. And it, it, it's truly, truly uh, Orwellian. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. But it's as I was saying earlier about Europe. These are people uh, who are radical leftists who have infiltrated business, government, all institutions, and now they're intent on imposing their extreme ideology on the rest of us. And that extreme ideology does not acknowledge the First Amendment as a good thing. And as I go through in my article... You know this this entire um, agenda has roots uh, going back to Lenin in the Soviet Union, and it is a very carefully constructed uh, strategy that spread into first Ivy League schools uh, and then into public schools and m- most colleges uh, through an organization that was created by the Soviet Bolsheviks back in the 1920s. I mean, so this strategy is not new, it's not even domestic. This is part of an international movement to destroy the last residual vestiges of Western civilization uh, so that they can rule the world uh, in the socialist paradise that they envision, give you an and exa- it will be the death of all
1: of us. But give you an example. A local example here: we have a, lo- a local business that uh, does historical reenactments on the on, on his on his farm, and mm-hmm. in his personal Twitter account was uh, made, was critical of Stormy Daniels making fun of her and and, and some other Democrats and leftists. And then the, the left started this Twitter Bob campaign against him of. all the, if you criticize Stormy Daniels, this, then you must be, a, you must be a, a misogynist, and you must hate women, and, and so on, and that, type, that type of liberal logic. So then the school districts, which had been for decades bringing their children to his farm for, to learn more about history and their historical reenactments from the colonial times, from the Revolutionary War time, stopped doing that. And he, he's suing one of the districts now, and, and that, that, that case is pending. But what the message is, if you're in business, and this is deliberate, is yep. you, you you have a nice business there it would be a shame if anything happened to it you better shut up Yeah the whole uh, the yep. whole all of this stuff the, the, the calling the, the name calling the threats of violence yep. intimidation being deplatformed yep. the whole lesson yep. is to te- is to teach you know is to teach people whether you're a college student a business person whoever it is an ordinary american yep. is that the safest and easiest course of action is to shut up
3: shut up, or even better, uh, talk against the people that you might have uh, uh, supported in the past. You want to advance your your, uh, your 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 career, then talk people like us down. Uh, but if you can't do that, keep your damn mouth shut. In
1: our in our last, we only have a, maybe another five or so minutes with you, Jim. I want to. I yeah. do want to give you a chance to talk about your red green Axis book but i'm just going to close this discussion with a quote from harry truman when even one american who has done nothing wrong is forced by fear to shut his mind and close his mouth then all americans are in peril and we see that in your article points that out brilliantly now tell us what is the red green Axis, and how is it manifesting how is it affecting us
3: Well, you know, I I actually discussed that at length in the article as well as my book, because this is not merely a leftist uh, uh, project. This is also a project, as we know, of the Muslim Brotherhood organizations in the United States and the other Islamic organizations here that are seeking, along with their allies in the left, to subvert and overthrow our nation. And that is the red-green axis. The reds—the uh, red—is the communist left, and I do not use that word. Uh, it, I, that's really what they are. We call them socialists. We can call them progressives. Uh, this is the communist left, and the uh, the greens are the Islamists, the Muslim Brotherhood, and the other uh, Islamic organizations that have allied themselves with the radical left uh, in the common cause of overthrowing our nation and shutting us down. And the uh, Islamists are are the perfect vehicle, they're the perfect foil for our constitutional republic because uh, as a religion, they can claim First Amendment protections But then they take those First Amendment protections and announce that those First Amendment protections provide them uh, superior (laughs) protection to the rest of Americans. So in other words, we cannot defame the religion of uh, Mohammed. We cannot. uh, That's blasphemy. And so they are in the back door through the back door, trying to impose blasphemy laws. anything th- And anything that criticizes Islam is blasphemy. So if we talk about the Islamic terrorist attack that happened in Sri Lanka, well, guess what? We are Islamophobes. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about violent jihad. We can't talk about Islamic violence. We can't talk about Islamic terrorism. Those are all terms that Islamophobes use. And believe it or not, the United Nations, in, in a document about this kind of, it p- opposes this kind of quote-unquote hate speech, says that it's actually our fault we are provoking islamic terrorism by identifying islamic terrorism it's insane but so the red green axis is the collusion between the reds and the islamists in this country and abroad in their full-throated effort to overthrow our country a major part of that is the refugee an immigration agenda, the open borders agenda, which seeks to uh, change our nation by changing its people. And they've been very successful at that, and they're getting ever more successful. The red-green axis, I just looked at it uh, earlier this morning. It is still a very good seller on Amazon, both in Kindle and in uh, paperback format. And shortly... Hopefully, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it off. But we're trying to get, I have an edition two out, which goes even deeper into these issues, uh, into these issues that will be hopefully available by the time I get to uh, uh, California or uh, sometime thereafter. Uh, The draft is done, but, you know. don't know how long the printer's going to take to get
1: books ready we remember all
2: well, look your book red green access does focus on this uh, threat as you mentioned from the doctrinal adherence to to islam you refer to the muslim brotherhood there's yeah. something that should be in every American's conscience, which is the explanatory memorandum that was yeah. used in prosecuting the Holy Land Foundation trial, the yeah. largest terror funding trial in U.S. history. In 2008, the Department yeah. of Justice successfully prosecuted five individuals who are serving a total of 185 years for financing terror through organizations like uh, through specifically Hamas. But this document, which was found in the basement of a home in Virginia, was actually used in the prosecution of these individuals. It was evidence that was entered into the trial by the federal government. This explanatory memorandum that names 30 Muslim Brotherhood organizations in the United States, including CARE, ISNA, ICNA, the Muslim Student Association, that Evidence, which was entered into trial, it's stamped, it's got a government number, it was part of that evidence, has never been challenged, wasn't challenged during the trial. Their lawyers knew better than to challenge that because it would mean exposing the reality of it even further. But this document is something that every American needs to be aware of because in that document it does explain exactly what you're saying, that the process of settlement is a civilization jihad process with all that word means that the Muslim Brotherhood yeah. understands that their work in America is a grand jihad In eliminating and destroying Western civilization from within and sabotaging its miserable house by their hands and the hands of the believers so that it is eliminated and God's religion, which is Islam, is made victorious over all other religions. So you say using our First Amendment rights against us by saying whatever, by using that First Amendment as a mechanism, as a lever to destroy uh, America, destroy Western civilization, because Western civilization depends on the existence of the United States. The United States goes, Western civilization
3: falls. Um, yeah, absolutely done. That's right. And we are at, we are right on the cusp as we speak right now. And the next two years, are, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I believe they're going to, determine the fate of our nation."
1: Jim, I know you have to, you have another call and we very much appreciate all the time you've been able to give us today. You can hear more from Jim Simpson at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots meeting on May 2nd and or the uh, American Freedom Alliance conference on May 5th. And you can go to that website, org, to get your tickets for that great conference. And you can find Jim's work on Amazon, particularly his book, The Red Green Axis. And you can find his article about freedom of speech and, and the attack on freedom of speech and the ability to Speak the Truth on CenterForSecurityPolicy.org Jim, thanks again for being on the show and thank you for everything that you are doing for the cause of freedom Thanks so much, Greg Great to be with you guys We'll be, we'll be back with more after this word from All-Star Collision the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll Back after this
4: On AM 590, The Answer.
2: Greg, with the left completely, and I'm talking about those in Congress, completely dedicated to continuing the investigation of Donald Trump now into his taxes, into his finances, and trying to do their best to breathe life and resuscitate the Mueller document and uh, this collusion idea. There's another shoe that's getting ready to drop, and that is the investigation of the individuals that have been perpetrating this fraud on all of us. John Brennan, who was on MSNBC on Friday morning Uh, pushed back on claims by Donald Trump in an interview uh, Thursday night with Sean Hannity that claimed that there was a coup. It was an attempted overthrow of the United States government. Uh, These are sick, sick people. And, uh, of course, Donald Trump name-checked Jim Clapper and John Brennan and James Comey. Now, Another person name checked John Brennan, and that was Joe DeGeneva. De and he was on Laura Ingram on Thursday night talking about the investigation that's getting ready to literally blow up in these people's faces. Everything from uh, the IG Inspector General Horowitz to the uh, Nunez's uh, claim. Uh, Uh, promise, I guess, that there will be criminal referrals to the Department of Justice of people involved in the FISA warrant. Joe DiGenova didn't hold back. Here he is talking about what possibly awaits for John Brennan.
6: It has been evident from day one that there was a brazen plot to exonerate Hillary Clinton illegally. And then if she lost the election to frame Donald Trump, this dossier was a knowing part of that. It was created by Hillary Clinton it was created knowingly by John Brennan as part of a scheme to do everything they could to harm Donald Trump. The problem for Brennan and Clapper and Comey and Baker and all of them now is, is that the FISA court has already communicated with the Justice Department about its findings. And their findings are that for more than 40 years before the election of Donald Trump, there was an illegal spying operation going on by FBI contractors, four of them, to steal personal information, electronic information about Americans, and to use it against the Republican Party. There are going to be indictments. There's going to be grand juries. John Brennan isn't going to need one lawyer. He's going to need five. That's a bold promise from Joe De- geneva Greg.
1: You know, I, would, uh, I, I think the Jewish people have to have a saying to the effect that from your lips to God's ear. And uh, that'd be great. You know, I I will. They deserve it. These the and and it's needed because if the it's been obvious that this the deep state has been to become an arm of the Democrat Party was spying for them, try, uh, exonerated Hillary Clinton from her current obvious guilt, and tried to frame Donald Trump and then overturn the 2016 election results. But when these f- law enforcement in quotes agencies and intelligence agencies Start intervening. I mean, that that was was the real election interference, not this minor stuff Run some Facebook ads that the Russians are accused of doing. It's the collusion between these powerful intelligence and law enforcement agencies, and the Hillary Clinton campaign was the real collusion. That was the real interference, and the real dangerous stuff, too. And what was even more dangerous is that other than maybe three prominent Democrats, Mark Penn, Alan Dershowitz, and Jonathan Turley, there's not a de- there's not a prominent Democrat that has the slightest problem with using federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies against their political opponents, and that takes well, us to the exactly whole
2: We've seen we've seen throughout the Obama administration, the weaponizing of many different departments, including the IRS. Joe DeVeneva, Geneva continued. Mike Huckabee asked him, what does this all matter? What does it
6: boil down to for the average American in this next clip? It's about the rule of law and privacy. The Obama administration, for more than four years before the 2016 election, allowed four contractors working for the FBI to illegally surveil American citizens illegally. The FISA court has already found that. By the way, uh, uh, Robert Ray mentioned that there is the Horowitz report coming out in May or possibly early June. There's another report that everybody has forgotten about involving James Comey alone. That will be out in two weeks. That report is going to be a bombshell. It's going to open up the investigation on a very high note, and there will be criminal referrals in it. The FISA court abuse is the center of this entire abuse of governmental power. And the the chief judge of that court has already ruled that the FBI broke the law and that the people at the head of the Justice Department, Sally Yates, John Carlin, the assistant attorney general for the National Security Court, all knew about it and lied to the court, the FISA court, about it.
2: Now, there's another audio clip I want to play on the heels of that one, then we'll get your thoughts. This is Joe DiGenova continuing talking about someone who is uh, a story that has faded from the limelight uh, regarding Mike Rogers and his role in exposing FISA abuse and this spying that Joe DiGenova
6: just talked about there's a hero in this entire story and it's not a lawyer all the bad people in this story are lawyers Mm. there's a hero his name is admiral mike rogers Mm. he was the head of the national security agency he discovered the illegal spying he went personally to the fisa court and briefed the chief judge Mm. and worked with her for months to uncover the people who did it the fisa court has already been told and has already told the justice department who lied to that court? And that has been given to Bill Barr already.
1: There you go. As I said, from uh, the Geneva's lips to God's ear, or at, least, or at least Attorney General Barr's ear, and let justice be done.
2: Indeed. Let it be done. And we're done. Speaking of done, we're done with another edition of the Unite IE Radio Show every Saturday heard right here on AM 590, The Answer at 4 p.m. We hope we see all of you at the Unite IE Conservative Conference
5: unfolding Sunday at the Doubletree Hotel in Ontario. Until then.